Welcome to another episode of Reframe.fm. Today's episode is a bit special because we have entered the month of Ramadan. As we all know, this year Ramadan is going to be very different and interesting because we will be spending it at home because of the circuit breaker. So today, we want to explore how we can get ourselves in the Ramadan spirit and how we can make the most out of our Ramadan. Welcome to Reframe.fm. This year's Ramadan is very different as most of us are spending the time at home and without the ability to go to the mosque for Tarawih, breakfast together with extended family and friends, and even the absence of the annual Ramadan Bazaar. Today is what? Day 4, day 5 of Ramadan? So how's your experience so far? Day 4, I think. Uh, yeah, I think like what you said, it's really interesting because it's our first time um, having Ramadan in this kind of situation but uh, like we mentioned in the previous episode it's uh, it's a really interesting way to kind of reflect on how we spend our time in this month so yeah I'm really excited to talk about this month especially with our special guest today yes so today is as exceptionally special because instead of just the both of us we have mm-hmm. with us a guest and I'm going to introduce our guest. He is known by many as that chill guy with always a smile on his face. And I personally look up to him as a mentor. Uh, Adil is a recent graduate from NUS Faculty of Engineering. And during his NUS days, he has served NUS Muslim Society as the 55th president. And he was also heavily involved in many other matters of the Muslim community. He is currently working as... Maybe Adil, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, 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 uh, Hakim and hi, Noha. Nice to see you again, <laughs> offline. Yes, nice to see you <laughs> so, on the screen. <laughs> so, so what are you doing now, actually, uh, yeah. Adil? So, um, so my role, I'm an outfitting engineer. So, we're mm. working, in, I'm working in an oil and gas company. Mm. So, what we essentially do is we build, uh, we convert old vessels into uh, oil platforms, oil products oh, okay. and extracting platforms. Yeah, so that's just a very brief uh, <laughs> what I do. Yeah, I think I don't want to go into the details of what I do. I wish it's very complex and I, an engineering person, so I wouldn't understand most of it. And I know what oil is, I know what extraction is, so I think I can put the two and two together. But yeah, so um, um, I think we were just wondering like how you're going about this circuit breaker period with working from home. And I understand that you also recently just got this job. So how is the transition and Basically, how is it like right now in your situation? I think, uh, so basically, I started my job about three months ago, mm-hmm. which was about uh, two months before the circuit breaker happened. Mm-hmm. So it's quite a lot of changes, actually, to be honest, especially with you having to start work. And um, partly because I think uh, the transition was a really fast one. And uh, especially to have to work from home and to learn a lot of things from home, it makes, makes it a lot more difficult because there's a lot of things that I cannot refer to. And yeah. even if I have to refer to, it kind of slows down the whole process mm. of uh, getting things done. So yeah. Yeah, I think that's challenging in that aspect. Uh. So but I think your, that, yeah. your schedule at home, is it the same as at work or do you have any differences? Oh, definitely. You, know, you take extra <laughs> long breaks or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it does not meant to be mentioned online. Right? <laughs> 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 this is okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but I guess uh, it's really different because I think I... 
I get to wake up uh, slightly later. Usually I leave work mm. uh, for uh, about 6.30 and arrive mm. home at about 7.30. Mm. Sorry, where, where is your office? Ah, so my office is at Bona Vista. It's not too far from uh, school. Okay. It's quite far from home, like, actually. Mm, so I take about okay. 45 minutes to travel. And, okay. So, so really in a way, it's a blessing. Like, yeah, it's a huge blessing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can wake up slightly later. And then, and what about the everyday working schedule? I think everyday working uh, schedule, as if for me now, I've not been tasked uh, with as much work as, uh, as I think the other uh, the colleagues of mine. Because partly because I'm new and still undergoing mm. training phase, mm. so uh, I think between my job, there's a lot of uh, a bit of uh, free time where I can do things uh, on my own accord. So that's where I think uh, I cherish it a lot because I think get to uh, spend time learning new things, uh, reading, and doing things that I've not oh. been able to do for quite some that's... time since I started working lah. Mm. Well, that's nice. Like for me, I, I'll just procrastinate. Like yesterday, I didn't do much. I was supposed to study. Uh, and then I, I, I keep asking uh, Noha, Noha, try study. I'm like, uh, okay, maybe I can take a bit more breaks. Okay, I'm guilty of that. Okay, that is not good. <laughs> is yeah, so maybe maybe we can learn from Adil today so that we can apply these habits to our life. So we were just wondering, like with um, it being day four of Ramadan and it being the first time that we're spending Ramadan in this circuit breaker situation, um, how has it been for you? Um, with having to juggle both work and also like um, experiencing Ramadan uh, this year in this situation. Yeah, is it the same? Is it different? Do you feel particularly that it's uh, any more significant or yeah, how has it been? Uh, it's significant in a lot of ways and I think to add on to uh, the work that I have and also Ramadan, mm. it's actually uh, the family at home. Lah. So mm. I don't have a family yet but it's not, it's still living my parents and uh, my siblings. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, but it's really different because um, for one thing it's a bit more a lot more intimate and you have to juggle mm. uh, work uh, household chores you can't escape from that yep uh, so and also um, Ramadan itself mm. and uh, I think we have we tend to have a lot of perception that Ramadan is a lot all about uh, spending time um, doing maybe more Quran recitation mm. Uh, mm. Prayers, etc. Mm, I think mm. a lot of things uh, that we have to understand. I also grew to understand, especially during this period, is that uh, it really boils down to what kind of responsibilities that you have at that point in time, which makes mm. it even more special. Mm. Even I yeah. think bigger episode, uh, which uh, make, and also um, uh, given that it coincides with uh, Ramadan, uh, it makes it a lot more intimate because uh, you have you tend to have. To, or you're forced to actually um, be more introspective in the way you see things and your responsibilities, which mm. would traditionally would not usually do it, do if you were, uh, if Ramadan is as per usual, you have to go to work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I mean, just to share, this is also the first time that I'm ho- I'm going to be home fully for the whole of Ramadan because, like, as some of our listeners will know, like I'm always like out and about, you know, like meeting friends and stuff like that. And usually I really love Ramadan because it's the time where we can reconnect with like old groups of friends to have iftar and things like that, which I'm sure all of us always do. But like with this Ramadan, having to stay 30 days at home, which is, I know for some people, a great thing for me, it's just like, oh, wow. Like it's the first time when I'm not going to be able to, you know, go out and have um, iftar with certain groups of friends and stuff like that. And it's so funny because my mom and sister were like, haha, it's the first time you're going to be stuck at home, paramuka and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's interesting because in a way, I'm, I'm in a way, it's a, this, this arrangement kind of makes me spend time with my family, which mm. maybe perhaps like 
out of my own accord, I wouldn't do so much of. So in a way, like if I were to reframe my perspective, it's really a blessing that I get to have this, like what you said, intimate time with my family, like 30 days full on, you know, like from morning till night, like Rawe and Subo and everything. So in a way, it's a really, really, really good blessing. It's just that in the beginning, obviously, like we were complaining and everything. But like, yeah, like you said, it's really about just switching our perspective. Yeah, I don't know. What about you, Hakim? I mean, I guess it's like same as all of you. Uh. It's mm-hmm. spending time with family and uh, able to see them the whole day. And But then, I guess this is where we have to see the benefits of maybe going out versus the benefits of uh, during the circuit breaker itself. Like the circuit breaker definitely has its own merits. But also, mm. again, uh, we still, at, at the end of the day, we still miss the vibe of congregation vibe, the Ramadan vibe and everything that is mm. happening outside of the, our households. Mm. Uh, but we are just trying to make do with the best that we, the best that we can with whatever situation mm. that we, have, we are in. Lah. So mm. like, it, make, it makes me wonder as to, okay, now is what, day four and when we're going to upload this, is going to be day five. Um, uh-huh. Just wondering as to, like maybe I ask Adila, so what are some of your motivations that will spur you on uh, throughout your Ramadan? Or maybe are there some Ramadan goals that you've set for yourself um, that allows you to maybe uh, be motivated to make use the make make the best use of this time mm. uh, thirty days. Yeah, uh, I think for one thing, uh, for me, I think what uh, two things that really drives me for Ramadan in general is that mm. uh, one thing is uh, really I'm trying to make the best of the Ramad our my Ramadan compared mm. to Ramadan the year before. Because I think mm. it's always about uh, improving uh, from our current state of worship, uh, from the previous state of worship to our current state of worship and how we can actually refine it. And that itself is a process of uh, refinement or the, the concept mm. of Ihsan, right? Where you want to try to make mm. in your uh, in whatever you do, not just your ibadah. And that's one thing, um, which is how my Ramadan this year can be better than the previous. Uh, and the other thing also is um, one thing that uh, always gets me, the always thing about is that um, you won't be able to, uh, there's a chance also that oh, we're not promised uh, the next Ramadan, right? Yeah. So I think that's where we have to really think and consider what we can make do out of this because uh, this is a time where we actually get to spend time with our family, mm-hmm. um, with Allah, with our community especially. I think this is something that is really, uh, we, do, we tend not to look into, uh, especially mm-hmm. the aspect of community. Um, so I think in every ibadah that we do, especially the four pillars, uh, the five out oh, of the five pillars, four of them has an individual aspect and also an aspect which pertains to the community, right? Mm, yeah. And if you look at fasting itself, uh, the, the wisdom of fasting or within fasting itself, uh, we can see that uh, there are a lot of um, things that we can do for the community. For example, even uh, if you look at um, um, food distribution, etc., yeah. um, giving of zakat, a lot of it, uh, it's a lot to reflect and ponder upon, especially. Yeah. yeah. So I think these are the two main things that uh, really motivates me when it comes to Ramadan. Uh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, like you mentioned, uh, I think the point about um, always thinking that our Ramadan this year should be better than the last year is really important. And um, I think because I was telling Hakim, like every episode we talk about circuit breaker, like every episode, yeah. sometimes I think like, oh my God, doesn't it get like dry and like boring? But like Hakim always keeps mentioning that we need to contextualize. Like that really, is, that really is like how we're living right now. And no matter how like small or how uh, repetitive it sounds, it is something that affects how we think and everything. Yeah. So like what you mentioned, um, putting it into the context of Ramadan this year, um, exactly this idea of community 
which is something that we always try to, what's the word, focus on for every Ramadan mm. by doing things like uh, volunteering outside and stuff like that. We might not be afforded the same kind of luxury as that specific way of acting in the previous Ramadans. But then like, does that mean we forget about it? Does that mean like, macam, we completely ignore this idea of community? And I guess uh, me and Hakim were also discussing um, last week that that all goes back to the idea of the family. Because that's your community right now, you know, that's what you have right now around you. And I guess maybe like I was thinking again, reflecting on what I said just now, it's really about your personal, the, com- the community that, your personal community, yeah. which is your family, I feel. And definitely, I think for me, like what you said, being more introspective this Ramadan, even though it's just been four days, it's really about giving back to the family that you know, for example, maybe you've neglected for the past Ramadans, you know? Yeah. yeah, and I'm speaking for myself like 100%. Yeah, so in the way, like, in this way, I try to help the best I can, like, before Buka and stuff like that. I'm not the best cook. I might actually ruin the iftar for my family, but what I do is I prepare, like, the table and I clean up and things like that. So it's really about doing the best you can and contributing the way you can, given the circumstances. So yeah, I think two points you mentioned was um, making the best out of the Ramadan every year and also... Um, uh, reflecting upon yourself and also understanding that there's always this idea of community during Ramadan. And I guess just yeah. to add on, uh, for some of you that are listening and then you're, you guys are wondering as to what you guys can do during Ramadan mm-hmm. itself or maybe uh, to, to continue the vibe of Ramadan itself, there are actually a lot of different um, avenues or different ways that you can do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys have watched uh, or maybe followed uh, certain accounts on Instagram, for example, like Office, mm. Office of Mufti, for example, they have mm. certain initiatives that allow you to give back to the community despite the circuit mm. breaker, despite the circuit breaker, and also uh, to give food to the those that are less fortunate and those that are struggling also. Mm. And maybe uh, if you guys are interested, you guys can just look out for those kind of uh, initiatives and. It can help you in maybe do something good if you guys uh, want to get out of the house, for example. Mm. Yeah. Just to yeah. mention a point, right? Uh, one thing about uh-huh. the circuit breaker is that uh, it really uh, reframes the way we think about uh, giving, for one thing, and yeah. also mm. giving yeah. back to the community. I think uh, there are a lot of uh, different creative ways which I noticed has uh, come up, in, especially in terms of, for example, uh, distributing food mm. or what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it? Giving food uh, to a friend. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, sponsoring it to uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. so there are a lot of different ways like for example uh, yeah. now GrabFood has the idea of uh, where you yeah. can actually deliver food to someone without mm. actually having to be there personally for example mm-hmm. which yeah. Uh, which yeah I think it's quite interesting uh, the way we actually yeah. view community in, from a very digital uh, perspective yeah <laughs> yeah so like I think all of us can attest to the fact that like technology's function is really you can really see the importance of its function, especially in this time. But then on the flip side, you also realize that um, with technology, there are things that you do miss that you don't realize mm-hmm. before there's a game breaker. Like, for example, like um, Adil mentioned, just before this episode, um, the idea of a human touch, you know, seeing each other face to face. I'm sure all of us miss it, like not having seen our friends for so long and yeah. talk to them physically and stuff like that. So yeah, I guess going back to Adil's point, it's really about introspection and reflecting on some of the blessings that Maybe we've taken for granted, but also thinking about the blessings that we do still have now. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask, actually, I did mention introspection, right? So, um, me and Hakim were discussing how, like, obviously, Ramadan is a personal journey, right? For everyone. Like, um, like you said, it's not about you and someone else. It's about 
your current self and your past self, your, the Ramadan last year and your Ramadan this year. So um, looking at this idea of introspection and this idea of self-improvement, uh, how do I improve myself in Ramadan? Um, what are some of the things that maybe you tell yourself or some of the habits that you do to kind of um, make sure that every Ramadan or this Ramadan, you improve yourself more than you did last year? Yeah. So mm. self-improvement, how do we think about this um, in Ramadan? I think uh, before we actually uh, start or embark on the self, uh, the process of self-improvement, especially when it comes to Ramadan, mm-hmm. uh, is that you actually, what I actually make, make a habit, uh, try to make a habit uh, to do every year is to actually sit down before Ramadan and kind of um, see what I want to achieve. Uh, I think there's a lot to achieve, mm. uh, but you have to understand uh, first like what we have, what our commitments and what we can achieve within uh, that mm. kind of uh, commitments, right? So, um, really lay down, it's really not about uh, achieving, for example, uh, reading uh, the whole Quran if, uh, in that month, for example. But it's really understanding, for example, um, if you have commitments to your family, uh, what you have to do, for example, uh, to prepare iftar, mm-hmm. to prepare sahur. Um, so, it's to really plan out within whatever time that you have. Uh. So, I think that's the first step, uh, which is to plan what you can and what you, what you can afford to do. And... Then that brings to the next step, which is to actually compare what we have done uh, last year. Uh, for example, mm. um, we have uh, maybe fed so and so many so and so um, number of friends, mm. and how we can how can we actually expand on that uh, intention? Or we have already completed maybe half the recitation of the Quran in that month, uh, mm. and then how can we expand on that? Or we have actually mm. I thought, uh, what do you call that memorize so, so and so many um, surahs, but. Uh, really, the point I think in trying to plan the best Ramadan for ourselves is not to compare, especially uh, with what other people have planned for themselves. Uh. I think when you go to social media, you see a lot of people, okay, this is uh, the Ram- Ramadan goals, or yeah. this is what is good to be done in Ramadan, for example. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. I think the reality of it is that we all um, might not be able to afford it, especially in this kind of uh, lifestyle. Uh. So... Um, we are given a set of circumstances and responsibilities that I feel uh, necessitate the right action and commitment to it. So it's really about knowing um, our responsibilities, setting the right intentions and knowing that Allah will reward us accordingly for that. Because I think if you look at it, even uh, if you were to prepare iftar for your family, that in itself is a huge uh, ibadah. Yeah. It's just how we reframe our mind and thoughts so that our actions uh, get uh, rewarded. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's very important for people to understand that it's actually quality over quantity, regardless of how many goals that you have. And if you do it subpar, or maybe some of you guys are just starting out, for example, uh, it's just about the quality of the small, small things or small, small goals that you have set for yourself and also the intention as to what you want to gain from it. Again, like what Adil said, it's not about comparing and I, I totally agree lah, because like, especially in terms of now everybody's on digital platforms, for example, mm. uh, digital platforms for like Instagram, social media, Twitter and so yeah. on and so forth. It, it becomes something easy for us to do which is comparing and that mm. shouldn't be the case because ultimately, uh, with the circuit breaker and everything like that, it's all about introspection. It's all about becoming better for yourself. Yeah, becoming better for yourself so that you can grow further instead of mm. you don't be showing off or what example, uh, for example, like that. Lah, or yeah, just to be humble at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. I think just to expand your point, right? Mm. Uh, you talk about being humble at the end of the day. It really goes back to the point of uh, ikhlas or sincerity in yeah. the things we do. It's really not uh, like what you said about uh, how much you do, but how okay, I think to some extent how much you do does affect uh, your sincerity so I think the more you do uh, you kind of like uh, 
reminds you that okay, I'm doing this for a better purpose or bigger purpose. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think uh, there has to be due attention. Uh, one of my teachers always remind us that we have to pay attention to our intention. So mm. self is an act of uh, refinement or, or increasing the quality of uh, what we do, uh, especially mm. in Ramadan. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think um, uh, talking about this idea of seeing other people's goals and what they achieve like on social media and everything, um, I think sometimes it puts this, um, it defines what makes an action good or not to be done in Ramadan. When actually, like anything you do that is good with the good intention will be rewarded duly. Like for example, like just reflecting on myself, like because like we've been busy with the school year and everything, right? And technically, some of us are still having assignments and finals yeah. and everything. So like some of us are just kind of slowly ending. So for me, there's a lot of like I still have one more examination, but like all my stuff is still everywhere. You know, like my books from the previous semester and stuff. So I mean, one way to think about it is like um, besides all the other um, usual. Ramadan ibadah that you can do like praying and everything it's really simple things like cleaning the house to make your parents happy you know helping around in the in the kitchen and things like that so it's really 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 simple things but we forget that it's these simple things that also count as like service or part of our responsibility during this Ramadan yeah so everything that I'm saying is a reminder to myself So yes, yeah. I'll clean up my stuff after this. Okay. <laughs> for me also. <laughs> <laughs> no, why don't you guys share what are your uh, Ramadan Ramadan goals, especially for this year, given the current situation? Mm. Hakim? <laughs> 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 wow, Adil. Wow. <laughs> this, this is a great turn of events. <laughs> no. <laughs> like my, my Ramadan goals has always been... Um, just to recite the Quran a bit more because uh, I think uh, because I uh, recently I joined the Immense Oceans uh, there is this program uh, that helps you to improve your recitation uh, and I'm just starting to learn and for example like Tajri uh, so to just to perfect my Tajri I think for this uh, Ramadan is the most important for me uh, aside from that it is about helping people more and giving where I can because Definitely, people are feeling down sometimes, and mm. if you can just give or maybe just say hello once in a while, I think that would be good. Yeah, those are just a few of my Ramadan goals. It's not really exceptionally big or anything like that because, mm. like, if I put okay, I know myself. If I put something big, <laughs> right, I'll get very quickly, and and yeah. then by week, what by the second week, I'll be I'll be punch it. <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll be done. Yeah. yeah. So most of the time, I'll just set a, a small goal, and mm. inshallah, it'll, it'll, it'll improve from yeah, it'll improve. Yeah, inshallah. and I'll mm. get out of this Ramadan as a better person, inshallah. Mm. I mean, no, huh? <laughs> yeah. For me, it's more. I think I like the fact that just before I share, I like the fact that you mentioned that you know yourself and I think this is really important in setting goals for yourself yeah. because likewise like I think sometimes we're too idealistic especially me also and like you will just when you see yourself not achieving that goal like virtually you become demotivated when actually mm. the point of a goal is to motivate you in order to uh, achieve more and more you know yeah so I think that's a point of reflection but for me is um, I think uh, it's really basic but for me it's to try to khatam the Quran but mm-hmm. The problem with me is I'm a very uh, burst uh, burst of energy person. So uh, I know I know <laughs> that, that it's 
<laughs> yeah, I know that it's a uh, it's 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 more what's the word um, commendable in order to do small things, but consistently. But for me, it's just when I have the semangat, I'll really do it, you know. And then sometimes I feel like okay, maybe today I'm not feeling it so much, and then like I will give it a miss. Yeah. So this year, with the fact that like our life right now is a regular kind of schedule, which is like just staying at home, I really really can take advantage of this and really try to be more consistent, but also more um what the word uh measure in my pace in order to reach my goal so that I don't just lose my steam you know yeah which is something that happens a lot so yeah that's I mean it sounds really basic but because I know that this is a problem that I want to overcome I want to try to achieve it by the end of this now mm. yeah I think there's one thing that uh one thing that can help listeners I think it also helped me especially this year mm-hmm. uh, is that I think when we create goals for ourselves right um one thing is uh we uh they call it they call it um uh, make or create measurable measurable goals uh. so that uh, you actually know that uh, what do you call it you're working to some uh, quantitative uh, value because I think there's a tendency mm. for us to like okay we memorize the whole Quran and yeah. then by day 29 we realize that we have 15 more Jews to go for example mm. so mm. I think that aspect yeah. of uh, measuring uh, the goals maybe on a daily basis or weekly basis is uh, mm. will kind of help us a lot in uh, reviewing what we have done and what we can do better in the coming weeks uh. yeah That's true, that's yeah. true. Yeah, so you just keep yeah. it simple. Again, quality over quantity, which I think mm. is the gist of whatever we're talking about today. Lah. Yeah. Mm. So for those who are listening, we hope that you guys are going to plan or have already set for yourself quality goals and that mm. you guys are working towards achieving it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and at the end of the day, um, the another point that we did mention was this idea that Ramadan is personal for everyone and the idea is that Uh, you know how you work best. It's kind of like the episode where we talked about studying. Mm, like you know yeah. your mm. condi- you know you know what you like, you know what you don't yeah. like, you know what works for you. So it's the same thing. It's just applied to this context. Like you know um how much you can do, you know how much you can take, and so using that and taking that into consideration, we try to plan the best that we can in order to reap the benefits of this holy month. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. I feel like, uh, honestly, it's okay. Honestly, just to share, like, I feel like this is just a session catching up with Adil because we haven't <laughs> met each other in so long. He's our senior, so this is really nice. I feel like I learned a lot, like as yeah, we always do conversations with Adil. So I hope that with Adil's sharings, um, all of you listeners out there who are tuning in can also like take a couple of um things, uh, a couple of lessons from this episode. And I guess the idea is me and Hakim just want to share like um that every Ramadan is. Um, personal and is special to yourself and we just try our best to um, get the blessings and the mercy from this month inshallah mm. yeah right. uh, Adil would you have any final words for anyone listening in uh. <laughs> I mean just in case because who knows you might not get on this podcast again right because it's by limited slots only I'm kidding <laughs> no, no you're the first guest and honestly I'm not sure if you'll have any other guests but yeah thank you so much oh on that note also thank you so much Adil for yes, being willing you, to uh, join us, us. This, yeah, thank join you thank us you for having me on your podcast I think it's such an honor to, to be part uh, of uh, I've been hearing to I've been listening to your I think past uh, four five is it oh, wow lot, so I've been on uh, on track with what you guys have been talking about Wow! Yeah. I really yeah. hope that this initiative allows, uh, especially students, uh, to or our listeners to what do you call that have a better perspective on idea of what uh, it entails to be 
uh, a student in uh, what called maybe a tertiary setting or especially mm. Singapore because I think each culture and each environment will have its own set of challenges Different. and mm-hmm. uh, what call that uh, challenges and uh, circumstances uh, which I think um, with different perspective we have a better appreciation of uh, the people around us and mm. hopefully that leads to better uh, appreciation and also inclusion and appreciation towards one another especially yeah. Yeah. so all the best thank you yeah, Adil thank you wow. amazing your prayers speech. are much appreciated <laughs> <laughs> amazing speech by the president himself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so um, if Uh, that is all then. Thank you so much once again you, to all our listeners for tuning in. I thank you again to Adil for joining uh, our session. And like we mentioned, um, let's make the best out of this Ramadan. And um, hopefully with the whole Ramadan over and with one or two weeks after Hari Raya, we will all be able to meet again physically, inshallah. Inshallah. Please, <laughs> I need physical interaction. <laughs> yes, so inshallah, um, yeah. So that is all from us today in our episode. And selamat berbuka. Happy breaking fast, everyone, for today. And see you in our next episode. Bye. Bye. Assalamualaikum. Bye. <laughs>